1: Welcome to Bridge of the Atlantic. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands,
2: artists, and musicians. And I'm award-winning singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist, Marcin Avelli, founder of the electronic rock band Midnight Soundtrack.
1: This week, we're honored to welcome Judy Stakey to the show. Judy is the founder of the Judy Stakey Company, a full-service artist development and entertainment company that develops the minds, bodies, and souls of artists and songwriters to achieve their career of their dreams. As Senior VP of Creative at Warner Chapel Music for 20 years,
2: Judy signed and worked with artists such as Sheryl Crow, Michelle Branch, and Gavin DeGroff. Judy has recently released a book, The Songwriter's Survival Guide, where she shares her trade secrets and teaches you how to handle meetings with music executives confidently. Achieve a creative and financially rewarding co-write and even discover how to be the CEO of your own company. We're looking forward to learning from Judy's years of experience in the industry, so let's get started. Hey, Judy.
0: Hi. Hi, hey. guys. Thanks for having you? me.
2: Oh, geez. The pleasure is all ours. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. So let's start this out by uh, having you tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know.
0: That everyone should know? Absolutely. Okay. Hopefully um, things that maybe
2: people don't know.
0: Oh, no, people that, oh, should know but don't know. Okay. Um, I gave up my dream to go to Broadway and become a star um, and went into publishing instead. my my career in publishing um so that's one um two is that what should they that i'm a huge dog lover oh my god i am a huge dog lover i have two amazing dogs and i'm i get up very early in the morning every morning and hike with them and at the end of the evening and they're my they're my loves um and uh something that probably people don't you don't really know about me that should is that um I believe that um, some lineage in some lifetime, I come from a great stock of trees. <laughs> nice. There is tree energy in me of such grounding and such, um, uh, yeah, such grounding uh, that I, I can feel it sometimes. So just a little tidbit. <laughs>
2: you and I are going to get along very well. <laughs> cool.
1: Cool so before we dive into uh sort of learning more about you and uh, and the advice you're gonna offer i want to share a quick story about how we are connected um we are connected through phil Palin, who is awesome uh phil and i connected because we both did an interview with jan Ilunga, who's also awesome um and then we found out that you know we had a mutual friend so i worked with tyler hilton and phil worked with you and you Worked with Tyler Hilton. Tyler Hilton, right. Yeah. So was it you You got Tyler Hilton signed initially to Warner Chappelle, is that right?
0: It's Warner Chappell. Um, Chappell. I didn't sign him He's there. Scottish, he, so we'll let, we'll let yeah, him get away yeah. with the
2: mispronunciation. It's been
0: called worse, believe me. <laughs> um, Tyler, uh, Tyler was signed to Maverick Records. And right. through Maverick Records, we had a an overall publishing deal with the record company because they were through Warner Brothers. So Tyler um, was part of that deal. I didn't sign him technically, but when he came through that deal, he was put under my charge. So I became his his day to day, his song his publisher. Yeah, oh, lucky, lucky yeah. Tyler. Oh my God we, we 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 had we had an amazing run together. Great, great guy to work with. Just fantastic, oh, yeah. a wonderful Absolutely. songwriter. So.
2: Yeah, he's a sweetheart. It's
1: just awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you're responsible for signing quite a lot of artists that have achieved a lot of success. Yes. Um, what do you look for in an artist, and what do you think separates those who succeed versus those who don't?
0: Well, what I look for is is basically someone who I just am enamored with, that I can't get enough of, that I just immediately fall in love with. There is a part of this that says, je ne sais quoi, that you you can't put a finger on it. But you know when a star walks through the room. You know somebody who's got energy that, you, that just, um, you know, that excites people, that communicates well. Um, so that's what I look. I look for the star quality. And then... What makes or breaks them is their self-motivation, is their A student mentality, um, because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hard I mean, no matter what we do, everything is hard work these days. <laughs> you know, Sometimes getting to the post office at four o'clock in the afternoon is just the hardest work sometimes in the world. <laughs> um, but we have to get over that. And so it's, if you want a career, you can have really any kind of career you want. I mean, there, there are no boundaries these days. There's no limitations. It used to be that you had to go to a music, uh, you know, the, the, the music business. There, ha- there was a place that you had to go to to make records, you know, to, to have somebody sell your records to somebody that's not true these days you know you there's so many other avenues so you can actually create whatever you want to create nothing is stopping you but you and that's the that's the secret ingredient
2: it also allows uh uh, a bit of saturation though which Ross and I we we discussed quite a bit on the show it's it's the it's the double edged sword so you have like we're able as as a singer-songwriter myself uh, I'm able to release music as an independent artist mm-hmm. but there's also so much saturation sometimes it's hard to break through that noise so it, in a way it, it forces you to be you have to be exceptional you have to stand out you know, um, I prefer to stand up by trying to work on my craft. You know, that's what I would suggest to people and just get better and better. Other people Ooh. try to be gimmicky, teach their own. <laughs> uh, Absolutely. You, know, so you do have that a little bit of, um, you know, you get, you get the good with the bad, the bad with the good sometimes.
0: I, I totally agree. And, and God bless the ones that are gimmicky and they make it. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing to me. But there's always those. I mean, the Macarena was, you know, oh, a gimmick God. and it went through. I mean, you know, so I, know. I, um, I was
2: hoping to forget that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could have gone all day. Um, I but, but for most people, it's, you know, what I teach is the main thing is how do you tell a story? How do you tell your stories? how Which words do you use? How do you put them together? How do you tell a story in four minutes and two hundred words that's going to move somebody to buy your record, to buy that song, to listen to you again? Um, and, and And that's the key. The key is that but so what I have found, and this is the, um, this is part of my passion in my work, is that we are taught words and we are taught melodies and we are taught you know we have a voice but most people don't really know how to put them together and really tell stories for for some people there is an I mean I think Tyler kind of came out of the womb like that you know Tyler gets <laughs> up on stage and it's just I can't wait to see him in concert because he just he tells so many great stories and you never know what he's going to say next and he's just so charming
1: I can vouch for that yeah, <laughs>
0: it's, it's just natural yeah. But, you know, somebody else, some other kid, same age, all that could have the same amount of talent. But if they don't know how to tell their story and how to get up on stage and how to go into a meeting and how to, you know, ask for what you need and how to how to negotiate and do all those things, and which you have to do nowadays. You, I mean, you have always had to do them. But like I said before, there was more uh, emphasis put on having somebody else do it for you. And nowadays, you have to take care of those things yourself. So I think that's the development, is how do, how do I grow this, this being of mine so that I'm not just, not only can I sing and perform on stage and attract an audience and grant, grant fans, but then I can also lead my life and have a meeting and, and know how to, how to, you know, I have to um, hire employees, <laughs> you know. You have to hire a business manager, you have to lead these people, you have to lead your life. And if you're not sure how to do that, that's I think where the where the, the block the rub comes in.
2: Absolutely, yeah, definitely.
1: So, what made you start your company? Uh, tell us maybe a little bit about what you've achieved so far and, and what you plan to achieve going forward.
0: Um, w- what I achieved by being in the music industry as long as I did um, was an amazing education. I mean, I had free reign. I'll say my wingspan for what I needed to do was, like, huge. There, there was, you know, I had fields to fly in. Um, but as, the you know, the business not only changed in the mid-2000s, you know, but our whole world did. Um, 9-11 caught up with us. The Internet was all grown up. Um, you know, the financial the financial institutions changed in every single aspect of our of our industry um, just by the internet growing up. From you know having to be responsible, you know you used to give somebody a loan and you could just fudge the papers. You couldn't do that anymore. Um, so the financial um, aspect took over the industry. Um, and Warner chapel, just like everybody else, you know, the doors were closed to the castle and it was like, sorry, there's not enough, no more money's coming in and we're not, you know, if there's no more money coming in right now, we're not, you know, spending anything. So things, you know, employees were gone, budgets were slashed and, you know, and, and the, and then, you know, the castle walls were closed. And, and so my wings were clipped and it is very hard to do what I do when I do not have the wingspan to be able to develop. And when you are in the throes of development, um, you're in kindergarten. Even though you could be, I could have a client that's on their fifth record, okay, and successful, you still have to go back to that sixth record to kindergarten to, okay, what am I going to do this time? And what is it going to look like? And what do I want to say? And you have to go back to that sandbox. That That is time consuming, a little messy, um, you know, a little uh, tedious. I mean, there's there's so many things that that is, and sometimes it, it you know it can be fast and glorious and wonderful, but that's the part that most most of the business does not want to pay for. They don't want to pay for that. Oh, it's going to take a couple of years, and I've got to you know I've got to spend about seventy five thousand dollars before we even see anything, and all of a sudden it was like, well, wait a minute, how do we get that back? And as record sales declined, you know, and not, not as much money was coming in, it was harder to get that $75,000, $100,000 that you put into a developing artist. Um, so I, I just saw the writing on the wall that it became a little too, um, too much business, <laughs> um, which is fantastic because I think that the business now, the industry, I should say, the business, the business is so well run in that you know, with the invention of the, uh, the internet and the integration of the internet, um, we're able to do things that we've never been able to do. You know, I mean, if you have a single that's, you know, that's an amazing, uh, you know, it's a huge hit, you could sell a million downloads overnight. You can reach the world. You, you, you know, the, the things that you can build once you have the product is fantastic. The collection and the royalties and the branding and the marketing and so forth. But if you don't have the content you don't, you, you don't get, why pay for all that? You know, you, there's no, you, there's, you don't get to have that marketing. You don't get to have all that stuff until you develop. It, that hasn't changed. I mean, my job has always been, you know, before we go in and produce this, let's get the songs right. Before we go in and do a photo shoot, let's get the songs right. How do we know what the photo shoot's going to look like? If, you know, if it, it could be a little harder, it could be a little softer, it could be more ballads, it could be all up tempos. I mean, we don't know. You've got to go with the song first. So it all starts with the music. Yeah. So I left knowing that I really wanted to finally work for myself and that I really I have a clear vision on how what needs to happen and what the writers need to learn (coughs) and what information I need to give them. And and it has been an amazing ride. I've taught I've I've taught more than like 30 some workshops in the last few years, last six years. Just spreading the word of, of giving giving writers a foundational structure that they can actually build a career on. Because one of the things is if you're going to be an architect or a doctor, there's a program. You have to go to four more years of school, here are the classes, this is what you're going to have to know. But as a songwriter, you can show up on a doorstep and go, I play the guitar, I write in my journal, and I sing. Come on, I'm a star. you know. <laughs> so there's never been like a, a cohesive language between that we can go, Oh, now I understand. I, I you know, so that's what I've created. My methodology is, is basically a language that, that, that is, that becomes a structure that we can now build a creative process and you can develop yourself and your art.
2: And all so. that has kind of led to you writing the songwriter survival guide, uh, mm-hmm. which we, you know, it, it kind of makes sense that you didn't eventually write that, I think. Um, yeah. And, yeah, what uh, I'd like to know just a little bit about why you wrote the book and what you expect from it. <laughs> You'll love this question. Oh, sorry, sorry. What book. people can re- expect from it? Not you. You know what to expect from it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote the book because Phil who, Phil Palin, yeah. who we mentioned, who is an amazing, most brilliant brand and marketing specialist, um, is my con- is my consultant, and he. We were talking one day, and he said, "Oh, I've got a great idea. Let's write. I want you to write." 10 steps on how to become a songwriter or an, art, an artist and we'll put great graphics and we'll sell it for $1.99 dollar 99 and we'll get stuff out there for you. I went, okay, all right, not a problem. So I sat down and, you know, 10 steps to being a songwriter and it was like, okay. And I, I you know, it's been like a week or two, just, you know, gathering some thoughts and through a series of events that uh, my husband had a few accidents last year. And so I, I, every time I started to, um, get out of the house. I kind of was forced back to stay close to home, which meant that I had a lot more time on my hands. And this this ten page book became, you know, a hundred and twenty page book. So at what started out as, like I said, it was just a you know a, a giveaway kind of a thing to get it out there, became much more to me. I mean, it 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 just spilled out, um, and I'm I'm so proud of it. Um, I wrote it. My my target audience is the 16-year-old kid that says to their parent, I want to be a songwriter. I want to be an artist. I want, to, I want to have a career in music. And for the parents whose kids come to them and say, I want to be a songwriter an artist, who have no idea what to tell them. So this is... 12 steps of things that you just need to put in place. You know, this is, I mean, there's going to be many other books to come about other things, but this is foundational. This is, if you're going to write a song, then you're going to be using your voice, your melodies, and your lyrics. So if you're using your voice, melody, and lyrics, then you're going to have to take care of your voice. You're going to have to, take care of your, your words. You're going to have to write in a journal. You're going to have to learn new words. You're going to have to know how words are put together. You're going to have to, you know, learn melodies. That means, you know, uh, instruments, you know, learning an (laughs) instrument, if that helps, singing helps knowing your own soul, whether you're happy, whether you're sad. So that all ties in. And I give examples and I, I take you through the processes through this book. But like I said, if you're gonna write a song, those are three foundational things you're gonna need for the rest of your life. I mean, I can't tell you how many artists I've talked to have said, I said, So what do you do for your voice? How do you keep it in shape? It's like, well, when I go on tour, it's fantastic because I'm singing every day. And I'm like, and for the nine months that you're not on tour this year, what are you going to do? You know? So it's 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 putting something in play every single day. Because you know? it's not something we just sing with, but we also Order hamburgers with it, and we take meetings with it, and we ask girls out with it. You know, so. Yeah. You know,
2: I'm so glad you're doing that because uh, I, I don't want to sound like a grandpa here and and, and and rag on young kids these days. I don't, I'm not going to go there, but uh, you do see, like, okay, I, I guess when I was younger, people when you would talk to your friends, you know, what do you want to be? I, I've always I always said I wanted to be in a band or I wanted to be a singer songwriter. Always, ever since I was a kid. Um, and other people I knew wanted to do uh, whether whether it was an I want to be an astronaut I want to be an actor, and you do hear now nowadays. Oh, I can't help it, guys! like such a now such a, is, yeah. out of touch. But really, what do you want to be? Famous? Uh-huh. And it's like no, no. There's okay. there's there's no uh, no desire to have skill anymore or talent for the most part. Obviously, there's always exceptions, and uh, you know I think it comes down to. 20, Twenty, at least 20 years ago you had to have some sort of talent or um, skill or even like going back to the days in Nirvana you had to have something special about you right but now there's you just have to do something stupid to get famous or you have to be rich like it's, a Kardashian it, it's our so culture I honestly give such kudos to you for writing no, this because you. I would truly recommend it to anyone I, I want to read it myself just because I think even though you're gearing towards a, a young person I think there's always something to take from it. but also um I, I think that we'll definitely be recommending this because Thank you. I, I strongly think that this is the route to go. You know, develop your craft, be the best you can be, and, and constantly grow because that's what's going to last. Fame is so fleeting, especially in the world that we live in today. Yeah.
0: I give after every chapter a story, a true story about one of my artists that pertains to the the subject of the chapter. Um, Tyler's here, of course, um, and it's really interesting because it's all of these, all of these songwriters started as, as no one, you know? Um, I mean, a wonderful story in here is Julian Benetta, who I signed at 18 years old. I'd known Julian since, you know, since he was a little kid, because I knew his dad, but he had gone to one year at Berkeley and was kind of bored, because he'd been producing demos and writing tracks, but he'd not been writing songs. And I signed him to a publishing deal, and taught him what I needed to know and taught him what he needed to know and put him in with some great other writers and took him to some summer camps and so forth. And he's producing and writing all of One Direction, all of Simon Cowell's company. I mean, we're talking Fifth Harmony and, and uh, you know, Leona Lewis and the whole bit. I mean, that's, that's Julian. Um, And I'm very proud that my writers have wonderful careers and families and, um, you know, their longevity longevity that it's not just that's a flash the in the pan that's the yeah. word
2: well thank you for uh, yeah. encouraging the development of artists
0: you're welcome
2: <laughs> so uh, beyond all these other things you're doing you also do uh, a door-to-door series on uh, on youtube oh, that's fun which is yes um yeah. i just like to know very quickly what is your least favorite word to use in a song
0: destiny Destiny.
2: Don't say that. One of my new favorite songs I've written is called Destiny. Is it really? <laughs> but it's a good one. It's a really good song. Yes. I promise you.
0: My producer's in love with it. <laughs> please prove me wrong. Please I prove I will
2: prove you wrong with this and I will send this to you and you're going to be like, okay, I changed my mind.
0: It's interesting, but you know, I was a song plugger. I started song plugging like, you know, early 80s. Well, there was a cheese factor amount, you know, and there was all, you know. So, songwriters were coming up with this, like, "You are my destiny." Today. Oh it was no, just, no, 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 no! It was just, it was, it got to be too much. No,
2: this it, this song is is talking about. Uh, it it kind of just as a quick little bit, it talks about just it's a, it's a if it's it's speaking to life and what life throws at you and and the unexpectedness and coming to terms with that. So it's so, a bit so more uh, me, spiritual I've and read a song <laughs> philosophical that <I> like.
0: <laughs> fantastic Just send
2: it to me yeah i i'm worried i'm worried but i'm excited <laughs> give it give it a few months i'll have it for you there you go that's too funny <laughs> sorry that's, that's good uh okay so moving on from the desk so you didn't right? know
0: that question you didn't know the answer to that
2: no i definitely oh, did not know so the answer funny.
0: to that. funny
2: that's so wild okay that's hilarious <laughs> All right. What is besides not using the word destiny? Except for me, I can get away with it. (laughs) What is the one piece of advice that you wish you had been given when you first started your career in the music industry?
0: Hire a business manager. Interesting. (laughs) Really? Hire a business manager early on. Yeah. I really wish that I. um, I'm great with money. I'm great with savings and all that. But I would have loved some financial advice on on how to prepare and what to do and. Like I said, I'm fine, but it would have been, it, it would have, been, it would have helped. Yeah. One of, one of those things that I would have, I would have loved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sense. the thing is that, you know, um, in, in following up to that to make it more general. Um, and again, I was, I was very fortunate, but looking back, I would have, I would have been much more conscious and much more intentional about it is to put mentors in place to put guides and mentors in place that were, you know, that, that would be guiding me in my career as I, I wish I had me, you know, as I do in other people's. <laughs> I like that. It's like the same thing. It's like having a business manager who would have sat down and said, okay, so you got a bonus this year. Let's see what we can do with it. Let's see, you know, let me tell you a lot of other things. I, you know, I kind of did it all. My, I have one now, but you know, if I'd gotten one earlier, who knows? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Judy, are you ready for 20 questions?
0: I am, and I purposely did not watch this, so that I okay. would be, yeah, so that I'd be, Oh, you know. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Do you okay. want to start this one off for us? It's I'll amazing. kick this
2: one off.
1: Okay. 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 Coffee or tea?
0: Coffee.
1: Meat or veggies?
2: Veggies. Good. Twitter or Facebook?
0: Uh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, we're Twitter. with you on that one. Yeah.
2: TV or Netflix?
0: Netflix.
1: Yoga or yogurt?
0: Yoga. Yoga. Though yes, you and I are the, kindred spirits. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> on the Today Show, I have to tell you really fast. They yes. took Greek yogurt and they put it on a, like a baking sheet okay. and sprinkled like nuts and things, strawberries and, stuff, and put it in the freezer and then it became like yogurt chips. I'm dying oh, to try that. That's that interesting. Good, but not yogurt. Okay, <laughs> go on. Sorry.
2: Talent or attitude? Attitude. Interesting answer. You surprise attitude. me sometimes. I like that. Friends or Seinfeld? Oh, Friends. <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're like throwing it back to yeah. like 20 years ago because yeah. we're stuck in the 90s. <laughs> and I'm just watching Seinfeld for the first time ever. Can you believe oh, that? It's
0: that's crazy.
2: Under my request. They look so young. So know,
0: young. I mean, you don't realize like, it until now? Yeah.
2: So yeah. which one is it, Friends?
0: Friends. Cool. Friends, yeah.
2: Okay, this is, this is a tough one. But Lennon or McCartney? sorry.
0: Probably Lennon. Really? Probably Lennon. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Well, coming back to the attitude, isn't it? hmm Yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting because you can have the most talented person in the world, and if they don't have a great attitude, it's like, who cares? Agreed. Oh, you know, it's like, there's so many singers out there, you know, that they, they are. There's like, everybody can, you can develop, yeah. you know? Yeah. That talent, I mean, uh, attitude. Poof.
2: Agreed, wholeheartedly. The voice or American Idol?
0: The voice. The yeah. voice. Yeah.
2: Was was the roll of the eyes kinda of like to neither?
0: Well, you know No, because I, I love both of them. Oh, okay. I think they've both been fantastic. I think that yeah. they have they have afforded opportunities and really shown shown, you know, writers and artists how to do this. And it's just I think it's wonderful. I really do. Yeah. Educate. I mean you have to understand that when it was it said all those kids that go to Hollywood Week for Voice or or American Idol, the hundred of them that go each they, all, they may not get, you know, on, you know, the whole, you know, top ten and all, but the education that they give them, I mean, they probably each get like a $25,000 worth of, of, of choreography and styling and, and how to use social media because they take a hundred of them at a, you know, to Hollywood and then they dwindle it down. But those kids get a really great chance. I think that's wonderful. I mean, that's a, that's a big gift they're given.
2: Education or experience?
0: <laughs> oh boy i don't i don't know if i could ch- i think it's i think it's really 50 50 we stumped yeah, really the master 50. yeah i think I, I it's both, it's both. But, the, but the experience is probably where you could learn also so experience maybe a little bit over
1: yeah <laughs> bob dylan or bob marley
0: bob dylan
2: Indie or major
0: <laughs> uh, probably indie. <laughs>
2: yeah, I knew you had that in you. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I had, you know, if I have a major act, if I have somebody that is a Britney Spears or a Josh Groban, I would so be major. Oh, of course. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think it depends on the act. Mm-hmm. Simon or Garfunkel. Simon, absolutely, Paul Simon. best yeah. style Grace. Sorry, what's that? Graceland. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Style or substance? Substance.
1: Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? (laughs)
0: God. (laughs) Okay. Personally, I listen to Michael Jackson a lot more.
2: But on the other hand,
0: personally, I know Michael Bolton and was his music publisher for a a dozen years. So he's- This is
2: important. This is important. One of our goals for the show is to get Michael Bolton on the show, and we did. We did not know that you have oh, a relation to Michael Bolton.
0: I was just. So, I didn't sign him at Warner Chapel, but I was his. I became his product manager. Oh,
2: maybe at- you will be able to help us get Michael Bolton. We have been talking about Michael Bolton for the last year, every yeah, single episode. Every single episode. Really? We want well, to get him on go. the show.
0: He's a great songwriter. He sure, really yeah. is. He's a great songwriter. And some of those songs were just amazing. Yeah. So personally, Michael Bolton, like personally, personally. Yes. So. I'm so <laughs> happy. You've, okay. you've He's made great my week. He's
2: lovely. <laughs> of course. Oh, no, he I have
0: no doubt about
2: Oh, that, no. And he seems to have a good humor about the past, oh, his past absolutely. and be able to laugh at himself. So absolutely. that's really good.
1: Love Michael Bolton.
2: <laughs> All right. We'll, so we'll talk about that now. <laughs> <laughs> Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson?
0: Probably Celine Dion.
2: Great voice, right?
0: Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Ricky Gervais, trick, Ricky Gervais,
1: oh, or Ricky Martin,
0: Ricky Gervais. Yeah, he's Ricky awesome. Gervais. Oh, he's so awesome, <laughs> so funny. Yeah.
2: Now, don't try to make sense of this next one, but just whatever comes to mind: whale or kale. <laughs> they rhyme. That's really the only. Piece I know, yeah. Why yeah, yeah. we're asking you that? That's our logic. <laughs> yeah, right. That's our logic.
0: <laughs> right. right. Um, <laughs> Well, probably kale, because I don't want to... I I like looking at whales. Yes. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, kale, right? The new lettuce, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Bette
2: Bette Midler or the Riddler?
0: Bette Midler. Oh, Bette Midler. Love hers. Yeah.
2: And finally, last question, just to make all our guests feel awkward at the end of the interview, it is Ross or Marcio? I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I can't do that. It's not fair. <laughs> well,
1: uh, can I? Can I? Can I argue my point? I've never used the word destiny in a, in a song.
0: <laughs> okay, and you do know Tyler Hilton, so I'm gonna have to go. With and Bob. I know Tyler Hilton. You know, wait, wait, wait! I know Tyler Hilton. You know, no, 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 no,
2: I know. I and i was gonna Phil. have arguments on my side. I didn't say <laughs> that. <chance. laughs>
0: Our connection. <laughs> and I'm a
2: songwriter too, and who knows what the future holds <laughs> for us, you know? But you already chose you already
0: chose the <laughs> so like. so much did it. Yeah. You he wait, did but much. wait till you
2: hear the song <laughs> and you might change your mind about it. It'll be the one exception. So um everyone can check you out at J G- U um, D Y S T A K two E's E E dot com. Mm-hmm. Um and it's the same for uh, Twitter and Facebook, although Facebook yeah. has a C O at the end.
0: Yes, because I have a yeah, it's my company page. So you perfect. Can like makes sense yeah
2: perfect yeah. so everyone should definitely check you out on there uh, you do like Twitter the most so definitely 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 yeah. uh- like her on Facebook but follow her on Twitter as well Uh, and uh, when you do like her on Facebook I'm going to point out and this is for all of us make sure you don't just like the page but you click get notifications this is important or else uh, people don't uh, tend to see all of your posts so hopefully everyone does that for you
0: great suggestion
2: yes and Mm. as for me I'm writing for my next solo album and I've just recently released my uh, electronic side project Midnight soundtracks debut album 4Play you can hear my music on Marcinavelli.com. make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram Spotify all those different places and it's all uh, slash Velli.
1: and I'm working on websites for various arts at the moment you can check out my work and my blog posts at electrickiwi.co.uk. you'll find me on twitter and instagram as electric kiwi and on facebook electric kiwi design
2: this episode was brought to you by chris keaton presents find out more about what our good friend chris does and how he can help you at chriskeaton.com
1: and if you'd like to sponsor the show visit patreon.com slash bridge the atlantic
2: Judy this has just been awesome
1: thanks this is guys awesome. you
2: are you just I can tell you just uh, you're you're a good soul I thank get, you I get a really good energy from
0: you. <laughs> all through Skype isn't it great Absolutely. All yeah. Skype. oh
2: it, it comes through it comes there's a synergy
0: there I know. Uh, please do
2: come perfect. back all right
0: you got it not a problem
2: Thanks for listening to
1: this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on
2: iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week.